Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith and how the two come together in lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Uh, welcome to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern flying solo this week, Pastor Ken Keltner. We'll not be back for a bit with what's going on, but we're going to talk to Pastor Ken at the end of this show and uh, check in on him and see how he's doing. I'm excited about our special guest. He is a husband. He's a father. He's a grandfather of 10. He's a professional fisherman, an author, and a speaker, and he's a cheesehead. He's one of us. He is uh, Daryl Christensen. Daryl, how are you doing today? Doing good, Mike. Thank you. Yeah, I really appreciate your time, sir. I really do. Um, let me tell people how I got in contact with Daryl. I didn't get the approval from the guy who wrote me the email, but I had a guy write me an email last week, and he said, hey, I got some questions about Faith in the Zone. I listen all the time, and I'm an outdoor guy. I'm a fisherman, um, and there's a number of guys in in this uh, arena that I really enjoy that are really strong in their faith, and I know you've had a couple on. Uh, one of his questions to me, Daryl, and I'm going to ask you this. He said, look, when I watch like college or professional uh, bass fishermen, all, all professional tournaments, when these guys win, the first thing they do is they thank their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And he said, look, I, I'm wondering if because this has really started down south with, with a lot of this and a lot of this takes place down south, he asked me, he said, do you think that that's why they're so comfortable talking about their faith in, in, in being an outdoorsman or a fisherman? And I said, boy, I don't, I don't know that. But uh, I certainly have enough people around that I can ask, and, and you would be one of them. How would you answer that question? Oh, boy. Uh, well, I, I guess I'd have to have to answer from my perspective, and uh, that's that um, I had a lot of success when I didn't know the Lord and uh, kind of gave myself credit for that. Sure. <laughs> as well as others who helped me along the way, but... Uh, but the reality is, uh, you know, God, uh, God is with you, and and you know He honors and and takes care of those uh, who are, are belong to Him. And uh, does that mean you always win? No, uh, that's that's not what this is all about. But 
and don't glorify the person who allowed you to win, um, then it's all about you. And it should never be all about you. It should be about the, the person who has allowed you the privilege of winning a tournament or being successful, whatever the case might be. Hey, as we talk to Daryl, there's a couple of ways that you can get information on him. And, and he lives up in Montello, Wisconsin. And uh, he has lived, uh, have you lived in that area your whole life, by the way? I, I have, yes. Man, he, um, like I said in the beginning, he's a cheesehead. He is a Packer fan. He's, I'm sure he's a Bucks and a Brewer fan. You can uh, go to DarylChristensen.com. One word, DarylChristensen.com. Or great, it's GR with the number eight, fishministries.com and going to darylchristensen.com you can go to uh to the ministries website from there you can take a look at the, at uh, the books that he is uh he has authored and you can uh there's a way to, to to get the books from that website so as we talk with daryl about his life and and uh and his faith darylchristensen.com is where you're going to want to go and there's a lot of really good information i i would imagine that this time you know with what's going on in our world you're going to be at home for a while so when you're at home and you're on uh, your internet and you're looking for something to read make sure you got a good 20 minutes to a half hour if you go to his website because uh, i got caught today i got caught because i was uh i was going to just go and, and print a couple things and make sure i'm ready for this interview and uh, that was not the case there's so much, so many good articles and good things to read on his website that I would uh, again recommend DarylChristensen.com. Daryl, let's start with your background. As we just talked about, you grew up up in the Montello area, which is, uh, if you don't know, it's up near Wisconsin Dells, correct? Yes. And uh, born and raised up in that area, I read uh, the the story about the first fish you caught. So you <laughs> you were fishing at the age of five, right? That's for sure. Yep. And your dad was your dad somebody who uh, who enjoyed doing that? Was he also a hunter? Uh, did he go out and hunt a little bit? Yeah, my dad hunted a little bit. He he was born in a city in Kenosha, so um, he didn't have a, as much opportunity as like we have here, living on the Fox River and uh, uh, you know growing up on the river and being in the water all the time and. Uh, but but yeah, he he loved to fish, and that's what, how he ended up uh, coming to Montello, finding my mom, and uh, after World War II, uh, getting married. So. Hey, did um, was it something that that you enjoyed at an early age? Were you a multi-sport guy? Did you play other sports and um, in, in high school? And where'd you go to high school? Went to high school in Montello. Okay. Uh, I loved playing baseball. I mean, baseball was. Uh, was the thing for me and uh i played uh, after high school and college i played uh, a lot of softball uh, actually five nights a week and tournaments on weekends uh for 10 years and uh one day i was standing out in center field looking at the lake behind me and uh after that game i put the glove away and went fishing the rest of my life well i i kept the glove for a while 
Daryl. I, you know what? I kept playing. I, uh, I can tell you that when I got married, which is a long time ago, I was playing on seven teams. So I'd play on five, and if I could make a doubleheader on a Monday and a Wednesday, I would do that. And uh, I'm not sure my wife knew exactly what she was getting into. We, we went to Tampa and stayed at my brother's house for our honeymoon, or actually in Clearwater. And my cousin lived in Tampa. And my cousin Kevin called on, on that Tuesday. We flew out on Sunday. He called on Tuesday, and he said, hey, boy, that was a really fun wedding. And I said, thanks. He said, what are you doing tonight? I said, nothing. He said, we got a double header, and we got nine guys. We need a tenth. You want in? I go, yeah. So I said to my new wife, I said, hey, do you want to go to Tampa tonight? She goes, sure. So we go over there, and I put on some sweats, and she's like, what are you doing? I said, oh, I forgot to tell you. We're pl- I'm going to play a doubleheader softball. And so I did that again on Thursday, and when we flew back, a buddy of mine was waiting at the airport with my softball bag and said, hey, we're in a tournament at Wilson Park. And my wife said, absolutely not. I said, baby, we've been married 10 days. You ain't leaving me now. Come on. And she was not happy, dear. I'll tell you what. So I, I didn't give, I didn't look over my shoulder, see a lake, and give it up as quick as you did. Yeah, well, my my first date with my wife was uh, fishing, a fishing date. So uh, she kind of knew that in there that she was really in for it. Hey, in fact, let's talk about Sherry. She is uh, she is involved in this in this ministry, um, Great Fish Ministries, correct? Yes. Yeah, I, I saw a picture of her. You know, Daryl, you fit right in with Pastor Ken and I uh, because you totally outkicked your coverage as well. <laughs> but let's let's just let's just be honest. Now, I might be the president of that, but man, you and Pastor Ken could be vice presidents for sure. sure. Um, how, how many kids do you guys have? We have five. You have five kids, uh, boys, girls. Uh, we have uh, five. I'm sorry. We have uh, th- uh, three boys and two girls. Man, and any of them following your footsteps as far as the love to fish? No, I think I burned them all out. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> yeah. I. You know what? I have. Uh, I was a basketball coach for a long time, Daryl. And uh, my my son played, I coached him in high school, and he played at Maranatha Baptist Bible College in, in Watertown, Wisconsin. And uh, I, I, I tried to burn him out. He, he really did enjoy the game, so he still loves the game, but he's not playing. He's got this little nine-month-year-old that keeps sending me videos of him trying to teach the, the nine-month-year-old how to dribble and, and shoot a basketball at nine months old. So I, I think we're going to be okay. I'm going to be able to watch that, that one along with my other three that that really do like sports so it's uh it's fun for me hey are your kids still living up in in montello actually uh my uh my son steve who actually does like the fish but is a over-the-road trucker so doesn't have much time uh which is a very important job to have right now oh he's Uh, busy uh, he's in oshkosh and uh my son Sean is a missionary in Haiti, and he and his wife and four kids have been there 11 years now. And uh, so, when those are grandchildren, I see once a year, which is pretty tough. Yeah, that's hard. <laughs> and uh, um, our daughter Kathy lives in Hudson, and uh, our daughter Tricia lives in uh, Watertown, and our son Alan lives in Manasha. Okay. So you get in the car, you can you're gonna have to drive a little bit, but you get a chance to see see most of them. And I certainly you're not getting in the car and going to Haiti, but 
Yeah, right. you know, it's uh, we had a, a guest on Faith in the Zone, Daryl, a while back, who said, you know, had I known how cool it was to be a grandfather, I would have skipped the parenthood thing altogether. <laughs> and I, man, some days I think maybe he was he was definitely onto something. Um, Daryl, after after high school, uh, did you stay always stay in in that area of Montello? I did. Uh, I spent. Uh, I did get drafted uh, during the Vietnam War, and I spent uh, two years in uh, the Army. But uh, when I came back in 1970, uh, I met my wife, and uh, we got married in in 71. So uh, next year, 50 years. Man, congratulations! Yeah. That's that's awesome. You know, you don't hear that number. Um, much anymore and uh, we're behind you but not all that far behind you and and hopefully you know Terry and I will will be able to celebrate that 50 uh, one day and and, and good for you guys hey we're going to get to a break other side of the break we'll continue our conversation and we're going to ask Daryl for his testimony but let me read from his website fishing with a mission As an author and a speaker, I come in contact with thousands of people every year, both in the fishing arena and in in the Christian church. Invariably, I am asked why my websites, professional business, and ministry all have great fish in their titles. The answer to this question often provokes some interesting conversations, especially among those who wish they had never asked. But it also opens the the many doors and, and plants some seeds in the heads and hearts of those who are pre-Christians. And and Daryl, I love that paragraph. It, it plants the seeds in the heads and hearts of those who are pre-Christians. And, and I like that. That's right from his website. And again, go to DarylChristiansen.com uh, to get more information. He is a husband, a father, a grandfather. He's a professional fisherman, an author, and a speaker. And later in the show, we're going to talk about the two books that he's written that I find really interesting. And we'll do that along with get his testimony on the other side of the break. He's Daryl Christensen from Montello, Wisconsin. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. More now of Faith in the Zone, discovering people of sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brookside Baptist Church. Back with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, again flying solo this week. Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church will join us uh, when I can let him back in studio. However, we will talk to him at the end of this show just to catch up and and see how he's doing. Our special guest is Daryl Christensen. He is a Montello boy. Grew up in that area. He's a husband, father, grandfather. He is an author, a speaker, and a professional fisherman. And you can find out more information on him from DarylChristensen.com. And again, I want to thank uh, the listener that listens. I didn't get his approval to give his name, but he sent me an email um, and asked me that question. And he also gave me some a couple of guys throughout the country that he thought would be really good guests on Faith in the Zone. And Daryl Christensen was at the top of his list. And he had heard him speak a couple of times. 
and uh, is a big fan of of, of Daryl and his testimony. And, and why don't we start this segment, as we normally do on Faith in the Zone with segment two, talking to Daryl about his testimony and where his walk began. Daryl, can you talk a little bit about that for us? Uh, sure. You know, I, I was uh, fishing a tournament trail and uh, had uh, probably the best uh, year of my life. So uh, a lot of people say, "Oh yeah, these guys, you know, they they get in trouble, and right away they they turn to they turn to God and they use it for a crutch and all this stuff." But um, that wasn't my case. Uh, I had everything. I mean, I had it as far as I was concerned. I had it all. And uh, doing TV and doing commercials and doing speaking all over the country and winning lots of money in tournaments is something I'd always dreamed of doing. But uh, when fall came and the, the, the tournament season was over, I just felt in my heart that I was missing something and um, didn't, was, didn't know what it was, wasn't sure. And uh, I got an invitation to attend a, a Christian men's retreat. You know, at this time I was an atheist, so, uh, yeah, I'm like, man, do I want to go to some religious thing? Those guys are nuts, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they see how they act, you know, they're raising their hands or yelling, you know, praising God and all this stuff, and they're giving God all the glory instead of giving themselves credit, you know, for their success. And and that uh, didn't make sense to me, but uh, I, I decided to go because um, – I was actually invited by Al Lindner, who was uh, uh, at that time became a friend of mine and uh, was kind of my idol as a professional angler. And um, a couple of things stood out to me at that event. And uh, one of the speakers made a comment that that I thought spoke directly to me because I always told people, those Christians are the biggest hypocrites. I used to go to church. I said, there's no way... I don't want anything to do with that. And and the speaker said, um, why would you let a hypocrite determine your eternal destination? That was that was number one. When I heard that, that really resonated with me. I said, you know, he said that's just that's just stupid, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And uh, you know, the very person that you don't want to be around is determining where you're going to spend eternity. And so that kind of hit me pretty hard. And um, and then uh, he he said, you know, there is a God, you know, and you're not him. And while well, I knew that, sure, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and before uh, before I left that retreat, uh, the, the the one of the speakers there asked, you know, if uh, asked us if we would like to make uh, Jesus Lord of our life and and accept him as our Lord and Savior and. I, you know, I'd had some religion growing up, but uh, this was really new to me. And uh, I thought, well, maybe this is what I'm missing. And I said, sure, I think I need to do this. Amen. And, and so, uh, you know, I prayed a prayer to receive Christ as my Savior, and uh, that was in 1988. So that was 32 years ago, almost 32 years ago. And... Uh, and never looked back. I mean, and God has blessed me in the most amazing ways in the, in these last three decades. Just been incredible, um, you know, both in my my profession and uh, in my personal life. And 
you know, you know, we all have to give an account. And uh, it doesn't matter whether you believe or not, you're still going to have to give an account. And, uh, uh, and to, you know, when the time comes. And so uh, Jesus said he's the only way. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father but by him. So, and I knew that. When I heard that, I knew it to be truth and uh, accepted that truth. And I believe it to this day. And and uh, I'll believe it when that day comes for hey. uh, me to give give a reason why God should let me into heaven. Hey, Daryl, Al Linder, who who invited you to that event, had to just be beaming. He had to just be... The conversations that you, you must have had with him after to say, man, thanks for inviting me to that event. Uh, I, I would assume that if he's out, you know, if he, if he spoke to people after that and he had the chance to say, hey, look, let me tell you about a friend of mine who's a, you know, professional fisherman. He's, he's, he was at the top of his game and he was an atheist and he came and, 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 and listened. Um, must have been really uh, very impressive and, 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 and made Al quite happy. Uh, it sure did, and you know, and of course, I was accused of only doing that to make Al happy. <laughs> well, <laughs> because uh, in the fishing world, if you if you were associated with Al Linder, you you know that was a good thing. I mean, he could really further your career and all of that. But I never even gave that a thought, and uh, and Al and I have remained friends all these years, and uh, he's still doing his TV show, and he's still sure. sharing sharing his faith on his show every week. So, uh, amazing, faithful man. And, uh, I was very privileged to, to uh, very privileged to know him and to know what a humble servant of the Lord he is. We are talking to Daryl Christensen again. He is a professional fisherman, uh, husband, father, grandfather, author, and speaker. You can uh, go to his website, darylchristensen.com is where you're going to want to go. When you're there, go through that website. There's some great stuff on there. But make sure that you go to the ministry page. It's greatfishministries.com. It's GR with the number 8, fishministries.com. On that website, and this is the, boy, the paragraph that that jumped out at me as, again, I went through uh, a number of uh, pages on your website. But uh, it says, our life here on earth can be a lot like a fishing tournament. In the tournament of life, people will seek many ways to win the prize, which is heaven. And just like in a fishing tournament, most of these ways will fail. Some will rely on luck. And he says in, in, in quotations, hey, I'm, if I'm lucky enough, God will show mercy on me and let me into the last minute. Still, others will depend on themselves, hoping that enough prayer, enough good works, going to church or their religion will be enough. Finally, some will go on a never-ending search to find their own spirituality, yet none of these techniques will win the tournament of life. And, you know, I read that that paragraph like three times today, um, Daryl, and, and it just makes so much sense. I, You know, I, I would love to ask you, and we have a couple minutes left here in this segment, when you, when you talk to another person now and, and you start to talk and they put their hands up and say, look, I'm an atheist, I, I, I don't need for you to talk to me about this because I'm an atheist. How do you respond to that? Yeah, well, I do have atheist friends, and uh, I, I, if they say to me, well, I'm an atheist and I don't believe in God, 
and depending on what what their profession is or what they do, I ask that I begin to ask them questions about that, and then I ask them about how how they believe that all of this just happened by accident. Is that even possible? And uh, I try to plant, you know, just try to plant seeds, uh, you know, in their in their mind that you know. If you if people if you ask them a question they cannot answer it nags at them all the time. Yeah, it does. Yes, it, <laughs> and, it does. And uh, and that's what I try to do. And I'm not, and I don't try to. I'm not going to manipulate them. You don't need to manipulate people. It doesn't work anyway. I just tell them the truth. I said, well, I know there is a God, and I used to be an atheist. And I said, I know there is a God, and I know that my life, my eternity, is secure in Him. And and you can know the same God, just like I did. Well, Daryl, I was uh, I, I had a, a guy in my life who um, we started talking, and he raised his hands and said, look, you, you can stop because I'm an atheist. And I said, well, how long did it take you to read the Bible? And he said, excuse me? I said, how long did it, as an atheist, how long did it take you to read the Bible? He said, no, I told you I'm an atheist. I would never read that. I said, so, okay, you're not an atheist. You're a non-believer then. And he goes, okay, sure, I'm a non-believer. And I said, so so you think that when we die, we, we get put in the ground and that's the end of it? He said, yep. I said, hey, let's say you're right. No harm, no foul, right? He said, yeah. I said, so with what I believe, I think I'm a better husband, a better father, a better employee, better friend. I, but no harm, no foul if you're right. He said, yep. I said, okay, uh-oh, now let's talk about if I'm right. He said, no, I don't want to talk about this. And I said, wait, we talked about if you were right. Let's talk about if I'm right. I said, here, you know, I just want you to understand why I believe what I believe. And, you know, since that he did, he walked out of the room at that point. But he has asked me about three or four different questions since then that that I think you're right. Some of that was just kind of nodding him a little bit, Daryl. Sure. Like it just oh, kind of sure. sticks in his in his craw a little bit that he just doesn't. He doesn't understand why I believe what I do. And, and uh, one day, I'm hoping one day I can just open up the book and say, okay, let me go through this. Because he knows my, my backstory. When, when you said, look, you're at the top of the, uh, the food chain at the point that you accepted, I was not. I was at the other end. And uh, being 100% Irish, Daryl, there are some things I was doing that I probably shouldn't, that I know I shouldn't be doing. Not probably, that I know I shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for a pastor at Eastside Baptist Church named Pastor Daryl, um, not quite sure where my life would be right now. So I thank him every chance that, that I get. He is Daryl Christensen, and he is our guest for the first three segments today. Again, he is a Montello guy. Grew up in, in Montello, which is about an hour uh, away from, from Wisconsin Delts, as he told me, because I didn't know where Montello was. You can go to DarylChristensen.com and do me a favor. You know what? Whether you like to fish or not, this is a really good website. It's got some really keen um, things in there that I think you'll you'll like even if you don't or have never fished or you've done some of the fishing that I have. Started with a cane pole and, and that kind of stuff. Um, this is a website that you're going to want to spend some time on. And then make sure you go to Great fishministries.com. Daryl and and Sherry Christensen, uh, Daryl's wife, is is definitely involved with this, and he is an author, as we talked about. I'm going to ask him on the other side of the break about these two books that he has written. Again, Daryl Christensen, uh, darylchristensen.com is the website. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. 
the fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Bayview Shade and Blind. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern flying solo this week. Pastor Ken Keltner is going to join me uh, next segment. Our special guest, he is Daryl Christensen, again, husband, father, grandfather, professional fisherman, author, and speaker. uh, He's been asked over the years to speak all over the country. And during the break, he's telling me that, look, I get asked because people want to know how to catch more fish, but they know when they hire me to come speak that I'm going to talk about my faith and and they're going to get the whole package. And uh, people seem to be very uh, receptive to that. You can go to DarylChristensen.com to get more information. Daryl, if I had told you when you were a senior in high school at Montello High School that you were going to be an author of two books, what would you have told me? Yeah, I, yeah, I said probably not. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I enjoyed English and in, in literature and in, in school, I never thought I would actually write any books. No, and I've and I've actually written nine. Nine books, oh. yeah. man. Well, the two that I that I have uh, and, and want to talk to you a little bit about. And again, you can go to DarylChristensen.com dot com uh, for these books. Uh, Abundant Harvest is the first book, The Hunting and Fishing Legacy of Marquette County. And talk a little bit about uh, the the idea of writing that book and and why it meant so much for you to be able to write a book like that. Sure. Uh, Well, you know, growing up in Marquette County and uh, seeing, actually being old enough now to see the changes that have taken place, although a lot of things are still the same, I you know, there's a rich tradition of, especially of waterfall hunting in this in this county with Lake Puckaway and some of the other lakes uh, in the area, especially during the market hunting days. It was also uh, an area that harbored hundreds of millions of passenger pigeons. So, um, as we know, they're extinct now. Sure. But, uh, that that's part uh, part of the legacy of hunting here, and uh, both the both the good, the bad, and the ugly, I guess. Uh, Sometimes, but uh, part of it was just to, was to honor the the early settlers and the men who, and women who came here and uh, and uh, lived off the land basically. And, and a lot of people don't live off the land now, but a lot of people here still hunt and fish. And it was their ancestors. And it's pretty neat to go back 150 years and have. People say, "Yeah, that was my great 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 grandfather." Oh, that's awesome! Here. And it's just uh, so that so it was a fun book to write, and it's a, a lot of pictures, a lot of stories, and uh, you know, from the 1800s all the way up uh, to the 1950s, and, and, a, and a little a, bit beyond. A, a portion of the proceeds goes to uh, the Montello Historic Preservation Society. Yeah and the Marquette County Historical Society. And, uh, boy, it sounds like a wonderful book. Again, the name of it is Abundant Harvest, the Hunting and Fishing Legacy of Marquette County. The second book, um, Muir is Still Here. 
And John Muir, um, this is a quote from him, Oh, that glorious Wisconsin wilderness, young hearts, young leaves, flowers, animals, the winds and the streams and the sparkling lake, all wildly, gladly rejoicing together. Talk a little bit about that book, a Marquette County Journal of Discovery, and, and where the idea came to, to write that book? Sure. Uh, well, the idea came from a friend of mine by the name of Kathleen McGuinn, who is a local art, uh, writer and historian. And she said, we should write a book about John Muir. And um, we kind of collaborated on it, and, and, and out came that book. And, and a lot of people don't know that John Muir lived here. Did from, not. Uh, in Marquette County from the age of uh, 10 years old until he was in his 20s. And so uh, he everything he learned about nature in the wilderness, he learned here in Marquette County. So, uh, and eventually went on to be, uh, you know, the founder of the, the Sierra Club, and the, as well as uh, a good friend of Theodore Roosevelt. And he's known as the father of our national park system. He convinced Roosevelt to have national parks. So here's a guy who was just a a little kid growing up here in, in Marquette County and enjoying the, the birds and the fish and all the things that uh, were here. Uh, it was basically Indian territory when he came here uh, in 1849. So uh, it, it's just a, a, a book that talks a lot about that era, but then again about some of the things. You can come here and see the same exact things that John Muir saw uh, in the in the 1840s and 1850s that are still present, the landscapes and the ecosystems and the birds and the wildlife. Well, and he is, uh, like you said, known um, as uh, Father of the National Parks, John of the Mountains was another um, nickname that yeah. they had uh, they had given him. And and uh, you know when when I was when I was doing research for this, and and it's funny because I I asked you during the break, hey, um, is this how he pronounced his name, well, certainly I know who John Muir is. You know, I didn't see at the, the bottom it had his quote there. And uh, I'll tell you what, I didn't realize that, that he had spent any time in, in Wisconsin. And, uh, boy, that, that, that's awesome. Again, you can get uh, more information on these books uh, that our special guest, Daryl Christensen, has written. You go to DarylChristensen.com. And uh, when you're on that website, uh, do yourself a favor and go to Great... Uh, fishministries.com and take a look at the mission statement of of this ministry and and totally this is his ministry on on what he is and his family and certainly his wife sherry are trying to spread the word um and the, the platform that the lord has given them uh to be able to do this hey um daryl does sherry like fishing as well no she does not <laughs> I, and my wife i think she likes basketball but not nearly as much as i do not nearly as much. She loved watching her son play, but I'm not sure she loved watching her husband coach all the time. That, that's for yeah. sure. Does does so she does not go out and fish. Do you get to fish much anymore? I do. In fact, I went today. Um, you know, things are just opening up here. The lakes are starting to open, and uh, yes, I love to fish. Uh, she likes to eat them, so that's good. Good. And, uh, I do bring fish home. I, I do a lot of ice fishing during my slower times in winter. Otherwise, uh, I'm pretty much uh, work part-time yet and uh, 
still fish a lot. Still fish some tournaments. You do? Fun. Oh, yeah. Bass. Yep. So, started out bass fishing. I'm going to end finish bass fishing. It's kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Man, good for you. Is that, um, and, and, and certainly you have fished for all different types of fish, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. And and why is it that, that do you think uh, catching bass is, has, has kept your, you know, has been the thing for you? Well, you know, I fished a walleye trail for 25 for, years, and yep. walleyes are they're tougher and to catch and generally. And uh, but I always had a love for bass fishing. I fished. I started out fishing bass tournaments in the 1970s, and and uh, was hoping to do that as a career. Uh, it was hard to break into it. It was pretty much a good old boys club at that time, and. Uh, when the walleye trail started, I jumped into that because I could catch them, and uh, I did really well. So uh, um, it just it just exploded in sponsorship and in, in, in tournament-winning dollars and so on. So I stayed in it and uh, until it collapsed in 2008 when everything collapsed. Right. You know, the, the financial markets collapsed. So uh, they're, still get, they're still out there pecking away at it, but the bass thing is it, it, I just like fishing them. They, they're really easy to catch. <laughs> one thing. But, and, uh, hey, Daryl, for they, guys like you, maybe, <laughs> maybe I need to take a drive to Montello and you can uh, you can spend a couple hours with me, and I can, or maybe I could just watch you because, man, I I'm telling you, it it is not as easy as as you think it is for guys like me. Well, you could do that. You know, I've, I've got a boat and I got all the stuff, so you're free to. to to do that, well, as soon, do, as they, as soon as they let you out of Milwaukee, yeah, that might be a while. That might yeah. that might be a while, but I may take you up on that. I'm not kidding because there's there's uh, something about being on a lake. I, I don't sleep well here in in Milwaukee. I'm born and raised here, Daryl, but my sister has a cabin uh, up in Wapaka and on the chain of lakes and sure. I, it it is. I don't know what happens to me up there, but I I sleep like crazy. And there's yeah. something about the calmness of of that and the sounds at night when it's, you know, it's dark and you're not, you know, in the middle of the city of Milwaukee, you're not hearing many sirens up there and you're That's not right. hearing uh, too much, too many cars or any cars for that matter. And there's something about that peacefulness that, uh, boy, when you when you can, when you can only, you know, achieve that and be part of that, you know, two or three or four days a year. You know, it's just something really special. It is, and, and you know, that's why I, I considered what I did for a career and a profession was a dream job. I mean, it was kind of an escape, but at the same time, you're fellowshipping with other anglers, and you're it's 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 a weird weird sport because you're you're in a, you're in the limelight, and you're doing television, you're doing all these seminars and thousands of people and all that, but then. All of a sudden, you're on a lake and it's quiet. You're all by yourself and you're catching fish, and it's it's just it's really, uh, yeah, it, it it's not for everyone, and it it certainly uh, wasn't always easy, but uh, but I wouldn't have traded for anything else. Man, that's that's awesome. Again, he is Daryl Christensen, and uh, he is an author. He is a speaker. Uh, do you get asked to to come out and speak much anymore? I do. Yeah. Uh, not not as much as before, uh, because there's always new guys and young young guys and all the 
all of that. But they, every once in a while, they want they want to drag out an old horse. And have <laughs> well, you know what? Hey, I will uh, I will come to watch you speak anytime. I I, I love how you take what your love um, of of fishing. It, and and turn it into you know what it is as far as the the the, the tournament of life and you know when you what in on your website when you do that and you cross the two and you say look it's a lot like a tournament and uh for all of us the tournament of life will someday come to an end it could be today tomorrow the next week or next yeah. year only god knows for certain but on that day we'll be weighed in the balances by god the the way master and if we are found wanting, the Bible says, cast in the lake of fire. Losers of the tournament of life, man. And I just love how you do that. And, and, and just a, a really well-written website and some really good stuff. That's DarylChristensen.com if you want to go. And make sure you go to GreatFishMinistries.com as well. Uh, Daryl, please uh, thank Sherry for, for sharing, with, sharing you with me uh, this evening as we take faith in the zone. And I really appreciate your time. If there's any, you ever want to get down uh, to Milwaukee to get into the hustle and bustle, man, I'm the guy you call. And if I ever want to come learn how to fish bass, I'm going to call you. All right. That sounds like a plan. You got it, Daryl. Thank you so much. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to talk to Pastor Ken Keltner for a couple minutes. Check it on him. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Back to Faith in the Zone. A journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan I'm Mike McGivern flying solo this week, but I'm joined by my co-host. With what's going on, I cannot let him in the building. And I feel bad, but uh, Pastor Ken Keltner. Hey, Pastor, so in this uh, in this tournament, you're, you got, what did you get, the 13th seed or something? Uh, I... I think I might be 14th. Oh, that's right. The 14th seed. Hey, um, they've been talking about this for a couple of days, and, and uh, you can go on the WSSP website. And uh, and I, I think I got a 6th seed. Pastor got a 14th seed. Go vote for <laughs> us, man. You know, you're going against your uh, first-round matchup is tough. Billy uh, Billy Baby Tao Schmidt on the big show. I think, uh, I think they put – you guys against each other on purpose. You know, sometimes NCAA will take a team that slows the ball down a lot with a team that wants to run the ball. And Billy Schmidt right now is a young guy. He's running fast. And I think you want to slow him down a little bit if you can. That's all I'm saying. Hey, I need to go zone. You might, well, that's you, pal. I, don't ask me to coach you. Don't ask me to coach you. Hey, Pastor Ken, and all kidding aside, with what's going on in, in, in our world, I wanted to, to, to have you on the last segment. And, and uh, I miss having you in studio because this is a time that I think – 
that that people are questioning their you know questioning about faith not people that have a strong faith are not questioning it but people that do not have faith are questioning hey maybe I need to start to to to, to listen to some of the people that have been talking to me about their faith and I'm wondering you know with with who you are and 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 what you do for a living what are, what are you telling people that ask you about about what's going on in in our world and and uh, does this make you nervous at all? Well, Mike, uh, it doesn't make me nervous personally because um, whether I'm hit and by a car or I'm in an accident or I get the coronavirus or I die of the flu, I know exactly based on the Bible that I'll live eternally with God, not because of anything that I've done, but because of what God did in sending his son Jesus to die on the cross for my sins. And I remember uh, on a Sunday night realizing I'm a sinner and there is no way I can be good enough or be in church enough. Um, but it's only going to come by me acknowledging my sin and putting my trust in Jesus to be my Savior. And I remember I did that on a Sunday night, and I'm forever grateful that God would even love me enough for someone to even share with me that truth that the Bible teaches. And, Mike, I, uh, I just have been praying for our listeners that they will have taken notice of what our guests have been talking about when they come on Faith in the Zone. I mean, we love talking sports, and we have a great time, but the, but the crux of the show is them telling how, how their journey of faith began. And uh, I would say 98%, 99% of those that we have, that we've had on the program, have been very, very clear that they recognize their sinful condition, and they put their faith and trust in Jesus and that's life-changing. I don't have to fear death any longer. You know, the Bible says it's appointed unto man once to die, and after this the judgment. And if man is not um, confident of their salvation in Christ, then they should be fearful right now. Amen. Uh, and so I know your guests, that you've had on for this week had a had a great testimony. Dar- about- yeah, Daryl Christensen and and Pastor, yeah. you would you would have enjoyed him a lot. You know, he is a very accomplished um, fisherman. He 2003 Frenzy Eastern Pro Am champion. He, he's won a, you know a number of tournaments, forty top ten uh, finishes in walleye and bass tournaments, and uh, he invited me up to Montella, Wisconsin, to go fishing with him. And I said, well, you know, we'll, we'll do our own little tournament, and I'm going to whoop you. You know that, right? <laughs> I'm sure you did tell him. No, I, did. I know I should have, but I didn't. Yeah, it, he was. you would have enjoyed him quite a bit, Pastor, I got to tell you. We just got a minute left in the show, but I, I wanted to, to let listeners know that, you know, we're, we're going to miss Pastor Ken um, because I can't bring him in studio, but we'll uh, we'll continue to have him on at the end of shows just to catch up and and check in on him. And health wise, you're feeling good. Kathy's feeling good. Uh, yeah, feeling feeling great, and uh, just thankful for day each day is a gift from God. And uh, when we go through these trials, like we're going through as a nation and as a world, you recognize, man, I, I 
there's fragility in my life. Amen. I, I can't I can't guarantee I'll be alive tomorrow. Hey, Pastor, I got to tell you this before we go. The next time that they that you can open the doors at Brookside Baptist Church, I promise that I will not put my hand up to my wrist and ask you if you're going to go long today. Because I mean, you know what? You don't know how much you miss something until yeah. you can't do it. So, Pastor, yeah. thank you so much. I appreciate all the work that that you do and and uh, coming in on Faith in the Zone. I look forward to getting you back in studio. And even more than that, I look forward to coming on Sunday to Brookside Baptist Church to hear you you you, uh, you preach. Please say hi to Kathy for me. Will do. Look, look forward to seeing you, Mike, and thanks for all you're doing with Faith in the Zone. Look forward to listening to the broadcast this Sunday. You got it. This is uh, Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fans. You've been listening to Faith in the Zone with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. You can hear Faith in the Zone every Sunday at 8 a.m. To find past shows, exclusive podcasts, or to contribute with an inside tip for a guest, simply go to faithinthezone.com. Faith in the Zone is an inside look at people of sports and their walk in faith. Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone, right here on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Was it really amazing grace? Now I know for certain, Lord, it was you that rescued me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.